Good morning and welcome everybody. You are listening to Faith FM 87.6, 87.8 or 88, depending on where you are right across Australia. This is The Breakfast Show, positively different radio in the morning, and you are with Lyle and... Mon! Good morning, Lyle! How are you this morning, Mon? Yeah, good as gold. How about you? What are you grateful for this morning? I'm actually grateful for how warm it was this morning, although it might not be that warm this morning. Uh, why is that? <laughs> are you speaking cryptically there, Mike? What do you mean? It was warm this morning, but it may not be warm this morning? Well, it was warm the morning that I woke up and came to work and recorded this recording. Oh. But this is a recording. So we sound like we're here, but we're not actually here? It's absolutely correct. We're actually... Where are we? We're in the future. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, time traveling on Faith FM. This That's is a delayed do. broadcast introduction. Okay. Which means we recorded this ahead of time because you, dear listener, are listening to old shows. But you know what? Don't stress. Listen to the live show. Listen to the live show. Easy peasy done. Just jump onto faithfm.com.au, press play on the live stream, or you can download the TuneIn app, which is free to download, and then search for Faith FM Australia. And once again, just press play. And of course, add us to your favourites. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. And of course, this is how everybody listens to the radio these days, because you'll never lose the signal. It'll never go out of range. It will be perfect wherever you are, anywhere in the world. Yes, it's really and great for travelling. It's perfect for travelling, just run it through your car stereo. Mm-hmm. Uh, tape player, insert, Bluetooth, aux cord, aux Bluetooth, yeah. whatever you've got. Just use it, set it up to the system and away you go. Drive right around Australia listening to Faith FM. Yeah, it's really great. I actually like it because I like it when I, uh, I'm listening to the radio and uh, I get home but I still want to hear the rest of the segment. It's too easy. I just take my phone inside. <laughs> it, <laughs> it just, just keeps playing. It just keeps going with you. Yes, it's great. I really enjoy listening to it like that. It's uh, it's very innovative what they've done these days. But we have a great show coming up for you today. Uh, we know because we already recorded it. Yes. We have some good news coming out of the ocean. Okay. Yeah, we have some... Cr- About whales and krill and... Penguins and lights, turtles. LED lights. Yes, yes. And some, some steps forward in, our, in our maybe not depleting the ocean to nothingness. And I'm going to be talking about Facebook and the role that Facebook plays in global politics and controlling your yes, mind. Yes, and Texas, Queensland. Oh, yes, absolutely. It's really funny that we talked about Texas, Queensland today because yesterday I sent a parcel off to a lady who purchased some clothes from me online and she lived in Virginia, Queensland. And it's interesting because on the article, that I'm, the, the news story I'm going to talk about, Virginia and Miami, Queensland also feature. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah, yeah. but Texas but, is the famous one. I hope she was a real person though. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind if she was a fake account. She paid me, so it's all good. <laughs> Stay tuned, guys. We have some great programs right after this.
Welcome back, everybody. That was Stones of Eden with Whisper Gently. And, of course, if you'd like to hear Stones of Eden sing live, then join us at Maitland Church um, on a Saturday morning. And you can often hear them singing there as they are members of my church in Maitland. There's a little bit of a brag. Yeah, there's many, there's many members of your church that are quite musically talented. Oh, yes, mm. absolutely. Got a, quite a few of their albums that are available right here. We've got some really good talent in yeah. the Hunter Valley. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Amazing. Okay, so what have we got for our next, our first, I should say, Clue for our quiz. Mm, so this morning is a Who Am I quiz, and I have to tell you, two clues are already up on our Insta story. Ooh. So download Instagram uh, and search for us, Faith FM Live. That's our handle. And you can watch our Insta story. It's live for 24 hours, and uh, you can get the clues ahead of everybody else. So the first clue of this Who Am I quiz is, Jesus told the Pharisees and teachers of the law that they were responsible for all the prophets' blood shed from me. To Zachariah. Mm, nope, don't got it. Ah, good. Because if you can get it before Lyle, <clears throat> excuse me, if you can get it before Lyle, we'll send you double prizes this morning. Just give us a call, 1-800-FAITH-FM. Lyle also got that confused look on his face. 1-800-324-843. I'm working on it. Or you can text us 491 and, uh, and tell us the correct answer and you'll get double prizes. How about that? Yeah, fantastic. So what is, your, what is your good news for the day, Mom? Oh, I have two good news stories that are coming Positively out, different. out of the ocean. Oh, okay. Yeah, out of the ocean. So what's been described as a huge victory for ocean ecosystems this morning. I, how did I know this was going to be a greeny story? Well, look, do you know, I think one of the things that actually concerns me quite a bit about uh, the ocean and the way humans are, of course, being irresponsible yeah. and, and mm-hmm. depleting it is the fact that there's almost like a blind eye that we turn to it because we can't see the devastation. Yep. Walking along the beach, the ocean always looks the same, right? It always looks pristine and yep. clean and yep. beautiful. And you walk down the road and there's garbage everywhere on either side of the road, so you get upset about that. Exactly. But the ocean is actually in a much worse condition. Exactly. Exactly. Mm. And, uh, and you know, we can see the devastation of a forest or, you know, you go to the Amazon and you can see how much has been, like, shaved off. And, and that's all, you know, so much more visual. And so we get all up in arms about it. But we forget often about the ocean and that the fact that underneath the surface, the place is actually going to pot. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so in what's being described as a mega progressive step towards protecting the ocean and climate, um, a massive majority of krill fishing companies have actually agreed to stop fishing around the Antarctic Peninsula. Really? Yes. So stop. this is actually commercial. This is businesses yep. who have... Decided to yep. stop fishing. Stop altogether. It's not like, oh, okay, we'll only fish, you know, a little bit. They're like, you know So what? this is a business decision because like, hey, the numbers are getting down so low that we can't do this. Um, we can't, you know, make it commercial anymore. So we're going to move and go and fish elsewhere. Well, I, I'm wondering if that is the case because overfishing krill has been um, hurting the ecosystem since the 1970s. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so these are, these are little, like little crustaceans and they're... Um, what do we use them for? So they're actually sought after for omega omega three oils. They, mm-hmm. You know, they make uh, health supplements out of them, but they're also used to f- f- um, to feed other um, fish. So they use as right. food so fish at fish feederies. Yeah, yeah, so fish farming. Yeah, um, but since krill are an essential, they're the bottom step of the food chain for like hundreds of Arctic species, and so declining numbers of them actually threaten 
the whole rest of you know the food yeah. chain, yep. and uh, and so there's lots of wildlife that depend on them, such as you know whales, penguins, uh, seals, albatrosses, and uh, and without their food, because we keep taking it to make omega three supplements um, and fish farms and fish farms, which are often also being used to make some sort of supplement fish, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh, and so it's becoming a bit of an issue. Um, so the, and the krill are they also they help in the fight against climate change by feeding on the algae that produces greenhouse gases near the ocean surface. It reduces greenhouse gases. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. Um, so not only are they that they feeding a whole you know whole lineup of of um, aquatic animals, but they also do their part by mm-hmm. eating off this algae. And so. Um, if, if oh, they, did, they did some they did some number crunching, and they estimated to block roughly about thirty five million cars worth of carbon dioxide, um, carbon dioxide by um, entering the atmosphere every year. Wow, yeah. that's huge. Yeah, little little that's, that's massive. Little tiny crustaceans just doing their. Okay, bit. So what is the what is the commercial angle here? Because if there's a you know if the if the businesses are stopping doing this, then they're obviously making money from it somehow, somewhere. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't... It's it, just the cynic within me. It's true. But th- they have made this one comment, which makes me a little bit sus. Uh, they said here, uh, we are positive that, that our commitment to help ensure krill as a sustainable and stable source of healthy omega-3s for the future through our commitment, we are showing that it is possible for no fish zones and sustainable fisheries to exist, coexist, uh, the momentum for protection of the Antarctic's waters and wildlife is snowballing, blah, 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 blah. And then I think it almost sounds like they've found a different source. Okay. And they're going to go plunder that left and right. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, we'll all think they're great heroes because they've stopped abusing the krill. But, you know. They're plundering somewhere else. Yeah. Okay. So, m- my question is this. What's the what's the plant-based Oh, solution to omega three. This is so crazy, right? Just get yourself some linseed or some flaxseed, as you might know it to be called, um, and some chia. Like that stuff is everywhere, and it's you can you can grow so much linseed or, or chia, you know, compared to compared to the having to fish krill or any kind of fish you get omega three supplements for. It's so much, you can feed so many more people with such a small amount of space and plant based. Omegas are more complete than any kind of animal. Yeah, and and, and, and and it's so much better for the environment because you know so those, much better for the environment. You're not destroying the um, you know the krill down there that are reducing our greenhouse gases. You are producing plants that mm-hmm. are you know eating carbon dioxide. Exactly, exactly, and uh, it's just and it's, it's cheaper. It's there just isn't a benefit there that doesn't exist in in terms of switching from um, fish omegas to plant based omegas. Like in every regard, it is an improvement. But uh, let me tell you some more good news coming from the ocean. So in also regards to fishing, you know how often when they fish, uh, they have those big nets, they, they cast them off the trawlers and they, and they collect all the fish. Mm-hmm. But when they do that, they often collect like sea turtles. and well, everything. Yeah, they, anything yeah. that gets stuck in that net comes in. And of course, I'm sure that if... You know, I'm sure that if they, when they catch these turtles and stuff accidentally, they don't want the turtles, so to speak. But by the time they get to them, yeah, most of drowned. them drowned. Yeah, that's yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's really sad. Um, so they've they've discovered a way that they could actually uh, try and prevent this. So they're actually illuminating fishing nets with uh, low cost lights, so LED lights actually. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, and they re- and this reduces the impact they have on seabirds as well as other marine dwellers by more than eighty five percent. Oh, really? Yeah. So they had a team of international researchers that showed. Um, you know, all these animals, these extra animals that are getting caught in gill nets, they're called, uh, can be drastically reduced by attaching green battery-powered LEDs. Okay, so that's a gill net, which is a, uh, a net that you set in place and, you know, you leave it overnight or whatever, uh-huh. um, which is different from one that you tow behind a boat. And once again, it will catch anything that does swim into it and, you know... Drown it. Drown it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I find that most interesting, and I think that maybe there's a commercial aspect to this as well. Because I know that when I've been out at night, you know, you, sh- you sh- start shining a light, a light around in the water, and all the fish are going to come and swim around that light to just see, like, what is this? Go- what is going on here? Well, this is so interesting. Um, and it's sort of, yeah, okay, attract the fish and keep everything else away. Yeah, I don't know if it's something about the green or something like that, but it, yeah, it um, it repels. Oh, the, the the turtles and birds the seabirds, yeah, and yeah, yeah. So this is, yeah, this is good news. I mean, it's 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 not as good as if we just stop fishing, just to stop sticking gill nets out there. <laughs> but uh, it is it is. A I little, enjoy fishing, Mon. I don't go very fishing very yeah, but often you know, because if, I don't eat fish anymore. But if you want to fish, take your fishing. pole and go fishing. You don't expect you know massive companies to go out there and completely rob the ocean blind. You know. See, I think I think in a in a, in a perfect well in, in a semi in a more perfect world mm-hmm. we would stop commercial fishing. And yeah. people would live on a plant-based diet, which I think is a much better diet. But when they occasionally wanted some fish, they could go and take their um, fishing rod and go for a fish. Exactly. And it would be so much more exciting to go fishing yeah. if there wasn't commercial fishing because there would be fish everywhere. I remember as a kid growing up when I was fishing down in Tasmania, you know, and we would catch like 60 flathead in an hour. Mm. You know, that's exciting fishing. Yeah, that is. Or you'd be pulling in, you know, barracuda over the stern of the boat as fast as you could mm-hmm. as, uh, You could throw the lines back in. You'd have eight, eight, eight lines out across the stern. Yeah. And... Um, and, and how many times did you... I, I've, I've been down to Tassie fishing many times since then and I haven't caught fish like that since I was a kid. How many times have you accidentally caught a turtle and caused it to drown? Never. Exactly. Yeah, or, I, or a seabird. Never caught a seabird. It does happen on the oddest of occasions, but mm-hmm. very rare. But not nearly as en masse as it does with commercial fishing. Yeah. I think people have forgotten how to fish and they just go to the supermarket and buy a can of tuna and that's to them fishing. Yeah, so yeah, catch I, your own. I completely agree. Catch your own if you want to catch some. And um, But yeah, but that's my good news stories coming out of the ocean this morning. But this is Matthew Mole with you and your crown. Save these 
hearts from the fire They're leading themselves into A world apart There's a new restart If you simply choose And I know I'm going to a better place And I hope that you are too So we're protected and leaning Don't be heeding these lies proceeding through Every direction you're leading It's you who knows the truth and the meaning of life So we're protected and leaning on morning and welcome back to Faith FM. That was Matthew Moll with you and your crown. I don't think we've had that song before. It was a nice new song. Uh, Shell, was that a new one? Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, good on you. Shell is our producer who is busily buying new music every day for our show. We're loving the new music that she puts out. It's really great. I particularly love Lady Smith, Black Mum Bunzo. Hint, hint, nudge, nudge, Shell, just in case you're looking for a song for today. <laughs> okay, so our next clue for the quiz, Mon. Okay, yes. Now that you've got back from being distracted over the music. How good is our music though, Lyle? <laughs> Are you liking our music? I'm liking our music. Our listeners like our music too. They often contact us on yeah, Facebook. Absolutely. So who am I? And our second clue is I am listed as a man of faith in Hebrew 11. There are a lot of people who are listed as a man of faith in Hebrews 11. In conjunction with clue number one? Mm-hmm. I should know this. You should. But I don't. You should, but you don't. It's hump day. Maybe that's why your brain's not working. But if you know the answer, give us a I, call. I, I want to know how this works. You know, Monday. My brain's not working because I have Monday-itis. Uh-huh. Hump day. It's the middle of the week, so my brain's not working. <laughs> Friday. It's the end of the week. I'm too tired. My brain's not working. Really? The only days you get a Tuesday and Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> Everything else is Maybe a write-off. my brain just doesn't work anytime. <laughs> no, it's all good. I was thinking about that the other day. Though. I was like, man, we have so many excuses for every day why our brains are mushy. Uh, if you know the answer, do give us a call. The number call here is 1-800-FAITH-FM. It's 1-800-324-843. If you can tell us the answer before Lyle can figure it out, we're going to send you double prizes. Okay, so my story this morning is about a small town in Queensland. It has about oh. 900 people who live in it. it. has one pub and that's about all of the entertainment the town contains. What's it called? And yet it has a relationship, a possible relationship to Bible prophecy. 
Oh, really? Mm, So Revelation chapter 13, if we turn over there very quickly, Revelation chapter 13, you will read about all of the world worshipping the Antichrist at the end of time and creating an image or a a copy of the Antichrist and worshipping the image and the mark of the beast being enforced, etc. And when it comes to global control, one of the things that I've often wondered about is how how does one actually achieve global control? Now, I don't know the answers, but one of the things that I've been um, spending some time researching lately is the influence and power of social media. Mm-hmm. And so this small town in Queensland um, known as um, Texas, that's the name of the town, is Texas. Oh, okay. Um, G'day, Texas. Yeah, How you doing? Shout out to Texas in Queensland this morning. Um, it is full of US Army generals, Harvard University graduates, fashion models, employees of Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, uh, the World Health World Health Organization and lots of lonely women. What? Yes. That's what's happening in Texas, Queensland. <laughs> All living in Texas, Queensland. Why? <laughs> okay, so the long and the short of it is that um, Facebook has obviously been copying a lot of flack lately and um, has recently deleted over 1 billion fake accounts. Okay. That's a lot when you consider yeah. that there are only 2.2 billion Facebook users worldwide. So that's a third of uh, Facebook pages out there. That are fake. Are fake accounts. Yeah. And the purpose of these fake accounts uh, varies. So basically you've got political ones, you have money ones, um, you have uh, you know get-rich-quick schemes, and you have love scammers. Mm-hmm. And the ones that interest me the most are the political ones mm-hmm. because, you know, more than half of the adult population of the United States right now does not get their news from television, radio, or even news websites. They get their news from Facebook. Yeah. So a news story goes out on Facebook, a bunch of people um, promote it and share it around and then it pops up on your page and you're like, oh, yeah, I'll read that. And that's where, that's where the majority of adults in the United States are getting their news from. Mm-hmm. Now, the political polit- politically motivated um, uh, sites such as, uh, let me just see here, this one was Muhammad Khan, right? Mm-hmm. So he's Caucasian. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and has six pro-Trump groups on his page and two pro-Bernie Sanders groups. Okay. And so, you know, he's, 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 you have this fake site and um, the more hits, the more shares, and you can just create any kind of fake news that you want and just start pumping it out through these fake sites. And because he's a fake person, he can support both sides of uh, politics just depending on how much you pay uh, for these fake news articles to be pumped out there. So, for instance, um, if you look at um, Bella Zoe. Okay. Who does Bella Zoe sound like? Uh, Some little starlet. I don't know. Yeah, Bella Zoe is um, an older South Asian man from Pakistan with a flag that says, proud to be Pakistani. Uh, But, of course, living in Texas, Queensland, uh, along with the rest of all of these other ones. Um, so, yeah, not only do they have, uh, you know, all these Harvard graduates and so forth, but they're all publishing Spanish, um, um, Indonesian, Hindi, Arabic, etc. So what you're saying is these are all fake accounts who've put set their location as Texas, Queensland. Yes. Oh, I get it. Because when you're creating an account, right, when you're cre- this is how it works. When you're creating an account <laughs> and you type in Texas and the little drop-down bar comes up, 
The third option is Texas Queensland. <laughs> <laughs> and so many of these, you know, they're from foreign countries like Nigeria and, uh-huh. you know, um, and, and so forth. And they have no idea that Queensland is Australia. That's <laughs> so funny. So Texas Queensland is just full of them. It's packed with them. <laughs> um, well, that's but an easy Bella way. Zoe... Mm-hmm. Um, they've obviously grabbed a random name from somewhere and then attached it to the face of a man, um, an Asian man from Pakistani, proud to be Pakistani, promoting, posting, sharing things like the American Freedom Fighters, which is a headline, breaking news, Nobel Prize winner says Trump will be assassin- assassinated after midterms. And he's dead serious. Oh. Sounds legit, doesn't it? Yeah, totally legit. And so this particular site, you know, it just has a... Um, uh, it has an algorithm that mimics human activity and is constantly posting. And this one uh, posts pro-Trump, pro-Melania, pro-gun, anti-immigration, whatever. And somebody's just paying a lot of money for these kinds of fake sites to be out there. And, you know, we've just had um, Trump in the news again over the scandal of, you know, how Russia influenced mm-hmm. The elections, and the interesting thing about that was we always hear about okay, you know, Russia influenced the elections in the United States. Okay, how did they do that? Yeah, that's a big question, isn't it? Because they're not talking about how it was done, they're saying it was done, they're saying it was done, they're not telling us how. Mm-hmm. So, how do you protect yourself from being influenced if you don't know how? Well, this is the one of the ways of how. Um, it's through social media and through fake accounts. You just create millions and millions and millions of these fake accounts and use them to pump out massive amounts of fake news, fake statistics, fake whatever you want. And you don't have to have any any basis for it whatsoever. You just simply make up whatever you feel like, um, put it out there, and this is where people are getting their information from and what they're making their decisions based on. And so, you know, this is how... Foreign countries are able to influence the elections, um, you know, elections from around the world. You've just got to have the money to be able to do it. Is that what Cambridge Analytica was up to? Cambridge Analytica was um, following a different path. Mm-hmm. They were actually doing what Facebook's stated business model is, and that is data mining, okay, where they oh. actually build a profile of who you are. They have an algorithm that builds a profile of who you are as an individual. Mm-hmm. And then they market, they, they target market you. Now, they, now Facebook is very public about the fact that this is what they do. Um, I've never really been able to get to, to the bottom of why what Cambridge Analytica did was wrong because it's like, well, we all know that that's how Facebook operates. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, Facebook, Facebook's aim is to have a digital profile of every person on the planet. So one third of the planet is on Facebook. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there's only 3.5 something or other degrees of separation now that social media exists. And so they're able to build a profile for everyone. There's a profile of you out there on an algorithm right now, even though you're not on Facebook. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, because of what people say about you and how they interact with you and they know whether you're right wing or left wing or or so forth. Um, and so, you know, and then they can sell that information to advertisers. And of course, the more people who are members of Facebook, the more value it adds when they sell that information to advertisers. So they're not highly motivated to get rid of fake accounts. Oh, I see. Okay. Because the more accounts... Mm-hmm the more value the advertising has, mm-hmm. etc. Maybe we should create a couple of million fake accounts, Lyle, pushing Faith FM. 
We don't need to. We have an awesome <laughs> radio station. Why would we need to? <laughs> but anyway, when you look at this, you see a world in which it is absolutely feasible that the whole world can be manipulated to worship the Antichrist. And we don't know how that will take place. We don't know whether uh, social media is going to be the driving force behind it, but we can see that it would be very, very easy to do so mm. right now. That's the world in which we live. If you've got an opinion, give us a call. But right now we're going to listen to Anthem Lights, who are going to bring to us all creatures of our God and King. All creatures of our God and King, lift up your voice and with us sing. Alleluia, alleluia. Golden beam, thou silver moon with softer gleam. Oh, praise him! Oh, praise him! Back everybody, you're listening to Faith FM 87.6, 87.8, or 88, right across Australia. And we have in the studio joining us today a regular of the show, David Storgit. And of course, David is here uh, on a regular basis. And last week he was speaking about happiness, how to be happy. And this week we're talking about something that is pretty much the direct opposite of happiness. Um, I understand we're talking about trauma. Now, we say that we've um, you know, we've been or someone has been traumatized. Uh, yeah, and, and so, so Asking about trauma, um, what trauma is, generally speaking, trauma um, uh, can be 
kind of the experts divide it in, in two types of trauma, uh, trauma type A and trauma type B. So when we talk about trauma, we usually think of something terrible, uh, such as an accident, mm-hmm. violence, rape, or natural disaster. And this is usually classified, well, this is generally classified as trauma type B. Okay, so just a, a, a recent one that's been in the news, the, the boys stuck in the Thai cave. Is that a type B kind of trauma? Well, yes, yes, it is. Yes, okay. and, and, right. and, and, and trauma type A is, is often referred as, as a neglect, uh, the absence of basic uh, life needs, abandonment, malnutrition, absence uh, when, when, uh, when somebody is absent or non-existing, uh, where there is no family structure, absent or non-existing family structure, and, and the lack of joy uh, uh, in, the, in the home. So that would be more common in Australia, I would think, than the type B. Yes, we have quite well-ordered society, you know, here in Australia, and, and, and uh, you know, in individual lives, people can have uh, also uh, trauma type B as well. Right, okay. But, but a lot of people uh, in, in a well-ordered society uh, would, yeah, they would, they would probably have, have um, the um, type, uh, type A, neglect, disconnectedness mm-hmm. and yeah. other things, especially in the childhood, uh, you know, time. Yeah. So uh, you mentioned those people in Thailand, you know, they, 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 uh, they, those, uh, they, those children, and, and uh, it was wonderful. No question, it was a very traumatic experience. It was, it was, uh, it was good to see them rescued. Yeah, it was indeed, <laughs> absolutely. That was one of the best good news stories of the year, I think. And uh, yeah, yeah, fantastic. Yes. So, so when we're talking uh, of trauma, it's also interesting, uh, you know, uh, maybe just as we are kind of at the beginning of, of, our, of our time here together, it's also important to, to kind of um, uh, point out that, that, uh, that if trauma is not dealt with mm-hmm. uh, and people are traumatized, it can kind of become uh, what we call a PTSD, post-traumatic uh, symptom disorder and yeah, we and do hear a lot about PS- PTSD these days. That's just right, and 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 PTSD or post traumatic stress disorder usually develops within six months of of, of the traumatic event or experience. So, is PTSD is that only for type B? Uh, no, no, people. Well, yeah, more more common probably would be more common definitely because with type B. That's right, it would be more common uh, with that. Even though we cannot rule out that that some traumatic experience would bring flashbacks, you know. And, yeah, and, and, yeah. and have some, uh, you know, kind of uh, symptoms of, of, tr- of PTSD as well. Sure. So, so uh, just talking about here uh, in Australia, it's quite interesting that, that, that uh, about half of all adults uh, report experiencing something that could be qualified at, as PTSD candidate event, mm-hmm. uh, something in their lives uh, uh, that is traumatic, mm-hmm. uh, but only 10% will develop um, PTSD as a result, with about 3.7% of the population here in Australia being diagnosed with PTSD. I did a bit of calculation about, you know, 3.7% of what, about 24 million people. It brings us close to about 900,000 people at any given That's time. That's a big chunk of people. That's a lot of people. It, tr- it truly is, is a lie. And, and for this reason, um, PTSD is the second most common mental health disorder in Australia. So one of the things I found interesting just, um, you know, as you're talking about this, one of the the, the, the symptoms of trauma being um, forgetfulness 
Um, and I'll just, I'll just toss this one in there just, just, just to see what your, what your reaction is to it, David. So when I was 12, yes. my mother passed away. Yes. Uh, which is, you know, that's traumatic for a teenager. Yes. I have no memory of my mother. Okay. Is that PTSD? Well, I, I believe uh, what actually happens is our brain has a self-defense mechanism, which actually buries those, those experiences, you know, uh, uh, into our subconscious mind, and uh, it would be PTSD, um, uh, Lyle, if you if you kind of had flashbacks of the situation. Okay. If it was really ob- uh, PTSD, is almost like a life destroying uh, situation. If it is not dealt with, yeah. you know, um, uh, people it, it destroys relationships. So this is a symptom of trauma. But this is not PTSD. No, it's not. Okay. PT- it's yeah. not PTSD. You know, you you would not. I I. I Believe me, if you had PTSD, you would. <laughs> I wouldn't know be it. functioning you here on know Faith it. Your wife would know it. <laughs> you know, your friends would know it. Sure. So, so you know, uh, and those nine hundred around nine hundred thousand people in Australia, you know, um, uh, would, would definitely know that mm. that 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 is something that that uh, really can uh, disrupt life very very significantly. Sure. Sure. Now, what? What? Let, moving on from that. Yeah. Okay. So, what then are the signs or symptoms of of trauma? Okay. So, so that's that's a very good question. It is common for people uh, to continue to have distressing thoughts, images, and feelings for some days, or even weeks following the trauma. So that still is not, you know, a PTSD. We're talking. Sure. We're talking. Okay. Now, we're talking about trauma now. Okay. So PTSD. That's like the heavy form of um, that's, reaction that's to, right. to, to heavy trauma. That's right. But yeah. So, so the, the symptoms and signs of trauma, are, you know, are as we said, you know, that they they could be anxiety or fear of, of danger uh, to self of lo- or loved ones. Um, uh, people can be afraid of being alone. Uh, uh, for instance, uh, I'll give you an, uh, an, an our listeners uh, uh, an example. Mm-hmm. Uh, a, f- a son of a friend is a truck driver in Sydney, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, he was walking down the street, and and. Uh, being a truck driver, he was just walking down the street, and he noticed another truck, you know, passing. Mm-hmm. And and an elderly lady was 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 uh, you know very close to the truck. The, tra- the the driver couldn't see it, see the lady, and he ran over over the lady lengthwise. Oh, no. You know, he saw this terrible, horrible, oh. uh, you know, image and picture, mm-hmm. uh, you know, of what happened. You know, I don't want to be too graphic. Sure. Uh, you know, and and don't need to be. That's right. Yeah. And 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 so this man, whenever he would go into his, you know, cabin to, to drive his, like you know, into his, you know, uh, in his truck, in his truck to drive, he would break into cold sweat. Uh, there would be flashbacks of that, and it, which actually, in in some in some instances, he actually couldn't even even uh, you know. Um, um, couldn't drive, mm, mm, uh, so, mm. so that's that's basically you know um, uh, uh, definitely sign of PTSD. Sure. You know trauma that actually has gone out of hand. Yeah. So, yeah. so also trauma can have uh, you know lack of interest in usual activities, including loss of appetites, interesting in pleasure or sexual activities, sadness, a feeling of loss of aloneness, sleep problems, including getting uh, you know including uh, difficulties getting to sleep, uh, you know uh, falling asleep, walking in the middle of the night, dreams of nightmares or nightmares, uh, problems with concentration, 
preoccupation with thinking about trauma, guilt and self-doubt, and and anger and irritability. And this is very, 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 you know, this is what many people refer to, you know, especially people like who have come back from from war. Mm -hmm. You know, they've been traumatized and and they really are very on the edge all the time. That would make it, that would make relationships, I think, very challenging. Uh, Absolutely. So, 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 uh, you know, um, certainly relationships, and that, that is now in the category uh, of, of PTSD. Well, we're going to come back in just a moment and we're going to talk more about PTSD and trauma yes. and how they affect our lives. Thank you for joining us on this one, David. Yes, I on, am. <laughs> on such a topical subject. Welcome back. And of course, we have David Stojic with us, who is uh, regular here on Faith FM. We have him on every Wednesday morning now, which is great. And we're talking about trauma this morning. We're talking about two different kinds of trauma. We're talking about uh, just general trauma and then PTSD, which is more extreme extreme symptoms of trauma. Um, Now... Tell us about the symptoms. So we talked about the symptoms of general trauma. Tell us about the symptoms of PTSD because this does go to another level, doesn't yes, it? Yes, and, and, and I sincerely hope that uh, there are some people out there who uh, who would be listening. Mm-hmm. As we've said, there is nearly a million, like 900,000 people in Australia are suffering from trauma or P- mm. actually PTSD, mm. post-traumatic stress disorder. So I hope they're tuning in at least some of them. So PTSD is or post-traumatic stress disorder is the second 
biggest mental health issue in this country. Oh, really? Uh, it is, and 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 it's more uh, and it's a more serious, acute uh, situation than 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 trauma, general trauma. Uh, so here are some of the of the of things that we should know, and some of the symptoms. Uh, PTSD usually develops within three to six months of the traumatic event. And it, so this is not straight away then? Well, it's not. Because you sort of think, okay, it would be fresh while it's in your mind and it's fresh. That's right. Three to six months later, you'd be that's feeling right. like, okay, that's past, I made it, I'm good. Right. That's and then right. it hits. Well, people, it's kind of smoldering, you know, uh, yeah. you know, because people are still dealing with trauma. Mm-hmm. But if people are not, if people haven't dealt with trauma, uh, which it is very... It develops into PTSD. It actually can develop uh, into right. PTSD. So, so here are some of the uh, symptoms or signs of PTSD. It's basically re-experiencing the traumatic events in two ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, people can have images or flashbacks of the traumatic event. You know, uh, uh, they are reliving uh, the event. Uh, they can have nightmares about trauma, and 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 they can have very disturbed sleep. I was uh, I was in a. Um, uh, in a table tennis club, table tennis is is, is my favorite sport. Uh-huh. You know, I remind was, me never to tackle you <laughs> on, on table tennis. I, I was a few years, uh, you know, playing with with a war veteran. The guy was the the Vietnam vet, you know, mm-hmm. and and he came, and I felt I dealt, all, and I I was always very cautious how to talk with him because he was able to explode any moment, mm-hmm. you know. And he was telling me that actually he would wake up in the middle of night, he would have the flashback back of the battle, you know. Uh, uh, in Vietnam, mm. he would get out of his bed. He would, his wife would actually go looking for him. He would be crawling in the in the yard, you know, thinking he's in battle. He he's got to save his life uh, or save somebody. A really really terrible situation. Mm. So nightmares, flashbacks. Uh, people can be avoiding things, thoughts, and feelings that remind them of, of the traumatic event. That they're not confronting, they're avoiding. Uh, they could have difficulty remember difficulty remembering important aspects of trauma. They don't even remember. It's suppressed. Mm-hmm. Uh, they 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 have withdrawal from from friends and family. Uh, no interest in normal uh, activity. Everything that we said about trauma, but kind of jacked up. Yeah, you yeah. Know, uh, uh, it's interesting you say that because I know quite a few Vietnam vets that um, they just like to live alone. Absolutely, you know, withdrawal. That's right. Yes, yes, uh, and uh, they they obviously have have very irritable mood uh, and getting uh, very very. Uh, easily angered and explosive that could be explosive uh, so that that's something to uh, uh, as you said uh, Lyle people suffering from PTSD uh, have a real challenge maintaining their relationships mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah yes yep. okay so now what about children how do they react to trauma and what are some of the symptoms of trauma when it comes out in children is this different from humans well from, from adults I should say <laughs> they are humans <laughs> in, in some ways similar in some way different uh, children may also experience psychological reactions to a traumatic event and they react to to, uh, scary events in many different ways and there is no typical or or what they say normal reaction younger children uh, in particular may find it very hard to understand what has happened to themselves uh, their parents or their uh, siblings if they have witnessed something Um, like adults they they will have strong feelings but but unlike adults they may not be able to tell you 
about how they're feeling mm. and instead will express their feelings through their behavior they act it out uh, when a family member experiences a trauma everyone in the family is affected uh, so, so I just wanted to, to to actually mention this this, yeah, this is yeah. uh, and this is just hot off the press I I was talking to somebody last night and and uh, they're telling me about um, uh, a grandchild mm-hmm. uh, uh, a girl who is um say, uh, seven, eight years, about eight or or nine years old. Mm -hmm. Uh, Parents have noticed uh, a change in her behavior. Uh, All of a sudden, she's become scared of going to sleep in her bedroom. Uh, And and, uh, they said, what's what's wrong? They inquired, you know. Mm -hmm. And and they learned upon some inquiry that actually their daughter was exposed in her circle at school to Ouija board. Oh, so, yeah. so, 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 so obviously this idea of dealing with spirits, yeah, you know, that yep. are moving the, the you know, uh, things on the board and, and giving them the answer spooked, really spooked, spooked and, and, and frightened, this, this frightened this child. This child wasn't talking, but at the same time, you know, uh, when parents inquired about it. There they, was a trauma there. There was a trauma there. And so, so uh, being scared, especially at night, when, when, uh, when parents are not there, being clingy or, or, or more dependent than usual. Uh, your, your child, you know, a child can be, uh, uh, show babyish or behavior that they, they, uh, that they have grown out of some times ago. Mm. Uh, they could be wetting their bed mm-hmm. uh, and they, they haven't done before. Uh, they could have uh, aches and pains that, that, you know, are coming out of nowhere uh, and they can act out in some other naughty ways and, and they can be niggly, niggly, grumpy and so on and so on. Okay, so how then do we how how do we help children that are affected by trauma? What what kind of things can we do for children? So how do we how do we do? Obviously, uh, you know, I'll I'll get to that in a moment. But mm-hmm. in general, how do we deal with trauma? Uh, and and I would like to actually uh, kind of share these tips because they can certainly help. Uh, whether it is a child in the family, whether it is an adult, uh, number one. Uh, if if it is somebody in the family or a friend, close friend, we need to spend time with a traumatized person and reassure them that they are they are safe because safety is one of the biggest concerns. We need to offer support and listen to them even if they haven't asked for help. Um, we we mustn't take it personally if they want to be alone. Sometimes mm-hmm. uh, we we shouldn't take their anger or other problems personally because people are not well. Mm-hmm. You know, and they are part of a normal response of trauma. Um, we actually need to empathize. We need to tell them that we are very sorry about what happened, you know, uh, and uh, you know what happened to them uh, for the reason that they're traumatized, and and so on and so on, and and uh, and and that you want that I want to know how I can best help them, uh, and uh, and uh, if if. Uh, um, uh, if somebody was involved in, in the event, I think one thing is very simple and easy is to actually allow somebody to talk about it. Sure. Let them empty it. Mm-hmm. And so how can we help, help children? And now more specifically, when it comes to trauma, um, like adults, uh, children, uh, 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 children's reaction uh, um, go away with time. And pa- parents and adults, adults can can help can help children develop uh, recover in many ways. Talking to them about what is happening, debriefing, uh, um, 
and and uh, and so on and so on. So and also we can refer them to the experts, sure. uh, counselors, and and doctors and so on. Okay, real quick, we have just a little bit of time left. Um, as a Christian counselor, um, what is the best thing that we can do to help people deal with their PTSD and trauma? Uh, that's a, that's a, a Christian perspective. That's a wonderful, a wonderful question. Uh, you know, um, there are a few things we, we can do. Uh, we, as a Christian counselor. Uh, what they suggest is an eclectic approach, which means different things. People might need to be medicated. We might need to refer them to, to for medical medical help. But also, as a Christian counselor, because this is extremely important, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. we need to say that some people believe that PTSD and well, PTSD will people will never recover from it. Mm. But that people can learn to cope with it, but they will never recover. As a Christian counselor, I believe we serve a God, and I'm sure we both believe, absolutely, uh, who is able to do it. I would point them to to the Scripture mm-hmm. where Christ says. I will don't let your heart be troubled. I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. I'm God, your healer. Uh, you know. And there is this text in Second Corinthians five seventeen, which says, "If anyone is in Christ, he's a new creation." I would encourage them to cherish that relationship with Christ, uh, and 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 he can he can heal them. Wonderful. Thank you so much for joining us today. That was David Stojic, and we'll be back in a moment with more great programming. Hey, Mon. Mm-hmm. Believe in miracles? Look, if God can change my life, I think I definitely believe in miracles. Okay, so the Hamilton Seventh Day Adventist Church is making a difference in its community. Oh yeah, how? Well, it's worshiping together, loving together, learning together, and above all, preparing for Jesus to return together. Ooh, that sounds good. When's all this happening? Bible studies start at 10 a.m., service at 11 a.m., and guess what? That's followed by. Or is it this free lunch I keep hearing about? Absolutely. <laughs> well, please join us at the Hamilton Seventh. Day Adventist Church. Our address is 105 Lindsay Street, Hamilton, New South Wales. Every Saturday morning where you will be welcomed with a smile. Let not your heart be troubled, ye believe in God. Let not your heart be troubled, believe also in me. If I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again. Let not your heart be troubled, ye believe in God. Let not your heart be troubled, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions, if it were not so.
listening to Faith FM, positively different radio.